Okay, I'm recording now. Now I'm recording too. Fan fucking tastic. Carson and Brett say something. Why? I'm not recording. Okay, just clear your throat then. Fuck. Bastards. Okay. Um Can you not hear me? No, I can't hear you at all. Uh Alright, so we're going to do this conversation. We'll see how quickly it goes. Um, I guess I'm not really involved in this. Uh. <laughs> so we, we talked about this, but I do, like, Gideon's going to be reading the things that they got. And yeah, maps and everything. I, I can at least know what areas that they were looking at. I can't know where their groups were positioned or anything like that. But there are other documents and everything that will give me at least some insights, right? Like, I, I, I don't... Well, okay. This is the only thing that might stop that, and that's the fact that I said it was all in code. Oh, okay. I got you. Because that's what I said when Jackie and Brett both rolled terrible investigation rolls. So, I mean, if you want to roll an investigation roll, and I, I would give you advantage because it's Commonwealth code, so even if it's you're not up to date, you might be able to decipher it. But... You could do that if you want to. Did you say you're in rolls? Oh, Brett and I both are. Okay, let me get that open too. No, not rolls, Royce. Thirteen. Are you doing a table? Or just the? And I are both in the Amen table. Amen table. What is the stupid site? (laughs) It's rolls.org, right? Yeah. One L. One L. One One L. L. Yeah. Two, one L and a Z. Yeah, two, two L's. Two L's takes you to oh a site that's not, not, not like at all. What is going what? on? <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I want to see. <laughs> oh, I did that last session. It's a thirteen investigation, Orion. Okay, yeah, I heard you, but got distracted. Um. We we're not gonna we're be not we're not gonna be able tonight. to use this site. We're not. I'm I'm I am switching to the dice room just so I can't see the table. So I am switching to the dice room. Table privileges. <laughs> you just gotta play with Time people out. that are more mature. Yeah, right. If you guys want, you guys want to set the scene where you are all like, if you, <sighs> fuck a duck. Um, hey, you literally just guys. said that in what I was uh, editing before. You guys set the scene water. where your characters God, are and what you're doing. God damn it. Okay, I'm letting the dogs in. <laughs> but still, with everything that's happened so far today, I think we might get an earlier think- start than like 90% <laughs> of our session. I think so too. I'm really glad that I got to figure out the microphone. I would have been really upset if I didn't. Jackie, that stuff like that drives me nuts too. And something that doesn't work that is supposed to work and be so simple to make work, it seems that that drives me nuts. It's like it's like a a whole nother level of aggravation. (laughs) I can get one from you. But thank you. I appreciate the help. Oh my god. Okay. Kitty toast. I'm back. Okay. I'm back too. All right. 
so Gideon is uh, we we rode the horses um, well into the night until we escaped our pursuers. And yeah, I'll um I'm gonna do. I mean, I'll do a setup for the what this scene is in the intro because I'll record like a special intro to this. So just you're in your campsite. Why not? Why I mean, not? You can yeah you can. Bear with me here. Why? Why not? No. <laughs> <laughs> why not do a quick recap for us and set us in the mood so that like things okay. were not you know trying to hit the ground running alright you guys ran through the night away from the cavalry and whatever commonwealth soldiers that chased you from the fort they spotted you because Brax didn't quite make it through the the little hole in the wall as well as everybody else and then they discovered you had stolen everything out of their tent and so you ran you ran into Gideon luckily ran into Gideon and just took off you ran through the night and crossed and then in the morning when the sun came up you crossed the river and then you ran some more and now it's evening The sun has gone down and you've set up camp. This is probably the first time you've had a chance to really... This is the first rest you've gotten. This is the first chance you've had to actually talk about everything. Um, So, yeah, you're, you're set up camp for the night and you feel safe enough now to not have to keep running for another day. First thing that Gideon did when we broke camp was unburden the horses and give them a good rub down because they've earned it tonight. And then as you settle in and like the sun is going down, it's not quite dark yet. You hear the rustle of wings and you look up and you see a few dozen dragons flying overhead of all colors. They are carrying trunks and cases of things and you can see they all have riders as well and they fly over you heading southeast and then they disappear into the distance and now it's just you three around this campfire quick question were they were they coming from where we came from no they came from far northwest and they are flying southeast okay. so yeah now you guys can go Gideon is he's he's got his back to like some of the packs and everything that are in a pile. He's got a pair of spectacles on, and he's pouring over the the documents and maps uh, by firelight. Theron was riding with Haskell, and uh, when they stopped for camp, uh, Haskell hopped off the horse and helped Gideon, you know, get the horses situated, and when they finally got camp set, they laid out their bedroll and just kind of relaxed for a minute. And uh, I'm imagining it's like a cold night, so they're going to rummage through their pack and they're going to grab out a leather jacket and put it on. And the uh, they're just kind of going about their business. And um, their back is turned to Theron at the moment, and on the back is the... Uh, image of uh, Devil's Face, and underneath it's written Devil's Playthings. Okay, so um, Theron wouldn't have helped uh, rub down the horses. Um, he would have just hopped off his horse, 
Not yeah, even season two. Camp. Um, I'm so mad at Theron because he just this huge dramatic outburst over Susan, and look how much he actually cares. <laughs> Man, he didn't really even care about Susan at the time. Uh, yeah, Gideon knows. So. <laughs> he just wanted to be the center of attention. Um, he kind of go. He kind of goes over to the two uh, pseudo dragons and kind of just like pats them sympathetically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he would be sitting there acting like he's not on edge. Um, uh, he still has all his stuff packed up. Like he hasn't rolled out his bedroll or anything. He got Zare and Soul on the ground in front of him, and he's been talking to them since he's been there. Um, and he's kind of like, no one, none of y'all speak Elvish, but it would be pretty easy to tell he's repeating the same phrases to them, like he's trying to teach them something. Uh, so oh, you sit there where you can see the the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, he would look at that and he pulls a flask out from the like the inside pocket of his cloak. And when he does, a folded up piece of paper falls out onto the ground, and he stares at it for a moment, and then snatches it, uh, puts it back in his cloak, and takes a long drink from his flask, and puts it up. Everyone's kind of in their respective corners, but not corners because we're out in the open, but. We're just kind of hanging out, so Haskell's going to lean back and look over at Theron and say, I think that's enough excitement for me for, like, ever. Theron scoops up the pseudo-dragons and tosses them on his shoulder. Uh, yes, I, I knew going in there was a mistake. It better have been worth it. He And he, like, shoots a glance over at, at Gideon. Um, and then he kind of, like, looks at what... Pascal's wearing. <laughs> uh, um, what? What is? What is this? What are you? What are you wearing? This? Uh, they turn their torso a little bit. I mean, I've worn it before. I th- think I may have told you about the guy that gave it to me. Uh, back in Loot Pool, Caden, uh, the basement. Uh, you don't remember me telling you that? Oh? Um, yes. Idiots peering over the top of his spectacles at the two of you. I, I remember. And then Theron, like, looks Haas up and down, um, like, kind of as if he's seeing them really for the first time. Uh, how how long have you been talking to Caden? I'm going to give Theron a confused look. I don't talk to Caden anymore. He left to become a soldier before my last job on Kelstar. Why? Uh, so Theron stands up uh, and he puts a hand on his bag like he about to grab it and go. Uh, he says, he's a common vulture? Uh, and then he, like, glares over at Gideon. He says, check someone else we know. And then, uh, like, looks back to Haas. Um, like, tell me, tell me what you two are really planning. I get looped in on this on purpose? Or, or was it luck? How many people have you told about me? Who all knows? <laughs> um, Haskell's gonna look at Gideon and then back at Theron. Gideon shakes his head. <laughs> What the hell are you on about? Yeah, Caden went to the Commonwealth, but I'd always just assumed that he was going to fight from the inside, you know? Kind of like a spy. Or, I don't know. He's not like the Commonwealth. Well, the Commonwealth general that was chasing after us is wearing that armor, points at Haas's jacket. Uh, what do you mean? No, Caden was a soldier, yeah, but not a general. And they're just kind of staring off. Well, I do know this. Recency doesn't necessarily impact your rank in the Commonwealth. If someone is skilled enough, they can rise through the ranks quite quickly. Um, 
It is my suspicion, however, that this man is not the um, leader of this expedition. Who who all knows of me? What do you mean by that? I mean, who do you talk to? I mean, I don't really keep a ledger of who knew, who knows all of my friends. Are you suggesting that I'm a spy for the Commonwealth? Or, I mean, you should just lead with that and be a little more clear. Uh, the com- if the Commonwealth finds me, I'm dead. Why would I involve myself with them? How am I supposed to know that? Maybe they offered you a deal? Uh, there and picks up his bag and he starts stumbling away from the group. Saivasha! Oh, it's happening again. It's all happening again. Haskell moves, like, quickly to their feet and towards Theron, and they're, they've got their hands up defensively. Hey, hey, what do you mean? Nothing's, nothing's happening, I promise. And I put a hand on my chest and I say, I swear, I'm not colluding with the Commonwealth. I broke into the General's keep. I, I killed a lot of guards. You see Gideon straighten slightly. Which general? When? Did they catch you? I can just run, Hoss. If no one knows about me, I can run. Okay? I won't hold it against you, but I need to know. No, no, no. Please, don't leave. You're not in any danger, at least. Uh, I haven't said or done anything to put you in danger. I haven't told anyone about you, I swear. And it was just before... Well, not just before, like a couple of months before I got on the boat with you guys. I I can't remember the name of the general. And they they think for a minute and you can kind of see their already fa- pale face go a little more pale. And they look over at you, Gideon, and say, it was you. When you look over, Gideon's what? ready to meet your eyes. What?! Gideon nods slowly at Moskel's admission, standing up and stretching as he does so. He stacks the papers that he's been studying neatly and puts them and his spectacles away in a saddlebag. I know, Haskell, I've known for some time. After hearing your plight and knowing what it is that was taken during the events of that night, I thought it best to let you come to that realization on your own. It's unfortunate that things turned violent and the loss of life that occurred as a result is certainly regrettable. People do surprising things when they're feeling backed into a corner, and, well, I trained those men. I know what their intentions were. You were fighting for your life. Those men were my soldiers, and they died following my orders. All the more important that we get you home so that their deaths are not in vain. Liam pauses for a moment and continues. Aaron, no one here blames you for your suspicion. Frankly, I'm amazed that someone as flighty as you has tolerated my presence for as long as you have. I'm not working with the Commonwealth on any of this, and I intend to see... this invasion of Vindowan rebuffed. I understand if that isn't enough to assuage your concerns or your suspicions. I promise to, to both of you, and the oaths I've taken remain unchanged, however. I'll see you both out of this ordeal safely as long as it's within my power. Events are rapidly outstripping my ability to do so. It just means we need to change the rules. We're going to need an army. How are we supposed to get an army? It's crazy. Well? I mean, Theron and I aren't exactly soldiers. <laughs> It takes a lot more than soldiers to win a war, Hoss. What, um... Think for a moment on what it means for the Commonwealth to get a foothold in Vindowin. Imagine what it would mean for them to get dragons and dragon riders on their side. Yeah. 
it does not please me to find myself at odds with the Commonwealth. Obviously, my own feelings about that are going to be complicated. But even beyond that, I spent so much time in that system. I know what they're capable of, and I know what their intentions are if they're moving in, in this capacity. This is not good. A lot of people are going to get hurt. We can't change that second part, but maybe we can help level the playing field a little bit. We have to throw ourselves in with the people that are going to get hurt. Why is it our problem? Aaron, it's, it's not your problem unless you make it your problem. I've made this my problem. And I know that I have already extended your good faith well beyond what you would normally give. You're a very talented individual. If you ever find something worth committing yourself to, you're going to do amazing things. I recognize that this probably isn't that, but... Haskell's going to look at Theron and... Yeah, Theron would drop his bag and then like kind of sit down, more like collapse down. Um, mm-hmm. Like with his knees still up, though, but his elbows on his knees and his head in his hands. You know, and he's like, oh, gosh. I'm worried I met my problem, didn't I? Shouldn't have went in there. Oh, I shouldn't have went in that fort. I don't think just going into the fort made it your problem, Theron. You can spend your entire life running from all of this, but you're going to eventually want to settle down at some point. And if you want to be able to settle down at some point, we need to change what's happening in this world right now. You can't just be there. If you're there, you're basically helping them. So I know that's not exactly your style, but I'm with Gideon. I'm willing to to do something to stop the Commonwealth. And I think you should be too. I think it's honestly going to be in your best interest to do so anyway, Haas. Um, if we pursue this course of action, then we're going to end up rubbing elbows with some pretty powerful people by necessity. And those are the kinds of people who might be able to help you with your, you know, going back home problem. Yeah. Aww. It's also worth remembering, uh, well, the both of you, although I think this is probably less of a problem for you, Haas. We waltzed through a Commonwealth camp. You were all three, Dwight included, seen with me as my companions by another Commonwealth general. Mm. That probably didn't go unnoticed. <sighs> so let's just say I'm, I'm here for now. What, what exactly am I supposed to be doing? First things first, we need to get back to Durga. We know at least a couple of powerful players who are keeping tabs on this situation. I think if we make them aware of one another, that's a pretty significant first step in creating some kind of resistance against what the Commonwealth plans to do here. So then tomorrow morning, we head straight there? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to ride out it. At first light, we, we need to keep putting distance between ourselves and, and the encampment. There are a lot more of them than there are of us, and a lot more horses. <laughs> we can ride for longer and stay fresher. Not like I feel like I'll be able to get much sleep tonight anyway. Well, I'm game to set out as soon as the horses are rested enough to do so, if you are. My sleep's overrated. Don't understand why you do it, honestly. You would say that, Elf. Yeah. Gideon, I'm sorry about your men. Yeah, I, I know. Haas, I, I've travel with you long enough to know that you don't take lives flippantly and take pleasure in taking lives and I'm 
I'm not pleased with how things went down. I'm never pleased when never pleased. <laughs> when men under my care, soldiers under my care. <laughs> Sorry. Is that a, was Damn it, right. that said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ruin the mood. I, I'm never pleased. I'm just never pleased. I was hoping I'd travel around Vindowin with some people who indulge themselves in their vices. Maybe for once I would be pleased, but here we are, all over again. Woo, oh. Gideon needs to get a lot off his chest. <laughs> I've been muted this entire time and I couldn't stop it. <laughs> I'm never pleased when men, soldiers who are fighting uh, under my care, well, when they meet this end, but it is the, you know, it's the fate of a soldier to for things to end that way. The longer you spend on the battlefield, the more likely you are. Yes, yes, yes. It's the duty of a soldier. Yeah. But mm. they, they, you know, that's that's part of the risk you take. And, well, I appreciate you saying that, Haas, but don't let it weigh on you. I'll try not to. And, Aaron, if it will ease your mind, I'm in as much mm. danger showing myself to the Commonwealth as either of you. I mean, not really, but okay. Just, just to reassure you that we're all in the same boat here. Although I realize now that that might have the opposite effect. Yes, it did. It, it did quite so. Gideon calls the puppy over to his lap. Oh no, I was standing over to him and picks him up and just kind of lets him nip at his chin to kind of take the tension out of the moment. You <laughs> think Haas is just going to lay down and stare at the sky? Yeah, Theron is sitting there uncharacteristically quiet. That's all we need. To I say have learned that. something. Oh. oh, I have learned something from from what uh, you two absconded with. Um, we can talk about that now, or we can wait until you know. We need to recount all of this for the right people, but um, it wasn't purposeless. Your close call there. Well, at least there's that. Moscow's going to prop up on their elbows. Look, it's nothing concrete, but we do know what they're here for. It's what we we could have assumed. But these troops here are laying the groundwork for a greater invasion of Vinduin. Um They're awaiting reinforcements from Yarraway. We know there's another force uh, to the southeast. Um, and if Durga gets trapped in the middle of that pincer, well, I'm not sure how they could rebuff it. Oh, man. You think maybe the guild would help us, Haas? Well, help with this? Maybe not to us so much. Um, I don't know. I mean, if it's all for the same cause of keeping, you know, Vinduin free, I would imagine they would, but... Free, but for uh, reasons of self-preservation. Um, mm -hmm. Look, that's a, that's a language that's pretty easy to speak. Uh, pragmatism comes at a premium, but uh, I'll, I'll let the two of you handle negotiations if if it comes to that with that group. They, well... I seem to have a certain way I carry myself that doesn't gel too well with those types. Gideon just kind of like side eyes Theron. Theron's nodding at him while he's saying it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't got anything more to say. I'm sorry. I just, I don't want to like close it off when you guys aren't done. I'm talking. done. I feel, like we just, I feel like we just filled like 30 minutes of pretty close to 30 minutes of campfire talk to. Mm -hmm. 30, 35, 35 is what my audio mm -hmm. is at. I've almost got Gunner's spells all picked out and everything else while you guys have been doing wow. this. Wow. Yeah. 
There's a really solid blooper in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> so now what's the plan? That's up to you guys. What do you guys want to do? I mean, um, I would say that, I mean, obviously you guys end up just going to bed, those of you that sleep, and then you're going to head back to Durga. Is that what we're mm-hmm. deciding? Because I know you also want, you wanted to go to Durga. Yeah, we'll pick up next arc with you guys returning to Durga, and then from there you can decide what you're going to mm-hmm. do. Because I know you also wanted to go to Luzden eventually. This is about to turn into a Dragon Age Origins, where we're just like going around collecting a fighting force. <laughs> yeah. Church of the Dow, come fight with us or you'll die. And then you hear somebody in the background just go, Doom! Doom! Onto you!